Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What is going on? John Middlecop, 3 and Out Podcast. Thursday afternoon, a little bit before the NBA Finals. Thought I'd record a little podcast. Last, or I guess earlier this week on Tuesday's podcast, I said, you know what? Hit me up on my DMs. My I'm out of Middlecop mailbag questions. Uh, my you know DMs are wide open. You slide up into that inbox, and you guys have not only slid... I mean, I feel like a Kardashian. I have, I, I had probably a hundred. I had to answer a bunch just manually, but I'm just gonna bang. I'm gonna do a huge middle cough mailbag. It's gonna be the majority of the show, just because I, I literally have ones that I haven't answered about thirty to bang out. I don't know if I'll get thirty, but I'll I'll try to fly through them here coming up. And I also I'm gonna start off talking about the Browns, but you can always hit me up at John Middlecoff on Instagram. That's my Instagram handle, also my Twitter handle. Also, I got a YouTube page. You can find me everywhere on the on the interweb. And the, the best way, if you want to have your question answered, though, go to John Middlecoff on Instagram. Just d- direct message me. You know, I, I'm basically, I'm the equivalent of a hot babe. You know, I just have, it's just my inbox is full of dudes. They're just all asking me football questions. So, you know, not quite as flattering, but still pretty cool. I, I'm not complaining. Uh, and I welcome it. Slide right into my DMs. But I'm, I'm going to start with this. couple things. And it both both revolve around the Browns. And I, I got some of this. We're going to get into Baker here in a second. And people think I'm like a hater because Colin's a hater. One, I, I think I told Colin back when he was coming out, I think I thought he was a better player than Colin was giving him credit for. He, he's an elite player. 
But there's this thing going around on social media that I think we need to pump the brakes on a little bit when it comes to these tiers. Uh, But first and foremost, I want to start with Odell Beckham. And Freddie Kitchen, and and I've gone over this before, but I want to hammer this home again. Just because things in life are voluntary does not mean they're basically, I mean, they should be mandatory. They may have the, like, again, it's voluntary to take your wife out on her anniversary. It's voluntary to get your kid something on his birthday. It's not mandatory you do that. Is it smart that you do that? Yes. And in any big boy job, once you get on salary, it's not mandatory you show up at certain times. Do most high-level employees work longer than the quote-unquote allotted hours? Of course. Now, I get in the sport of football or pro sports in general, now you can work out on your own. So Odell Beckham is working out in L.A. He loves L.A. We get it, Odell. But when you're paid $20 million a year and this team is going all in on you, it would probably behoove you to show up to practice because it's pretty easy. You take a private jet and you just go. And you go for three days. It's kind of like the country club for NFL. I was just at 49er practice on Wednesday. I can't stress to you enough how easy the practices are. They are so easy. And especially for new players, they're so essential because you're learning the base of the offense. If you're going to learn a language, you don't just start speaking in sentences. When I took Spanish as a kid, you learn the basic words, the basic conjugations of those words. And then as you build on them, you're able to speak. An offense is no different. And him not being at Freddie Kitchen's minicamp, and Freddie's tried to be the nice guy the first, I guess, couple weeks. Today he kind of snapped. And I absolutely loved it. Brown's Freddie Kitchens on what specifically Odell Beckham Jr. missed over the last three weeks. Quote, the offense. That is an incredible quote. And so true. Like Odell, we get it, you're a diva. We get it, you're more important than the team. But you not showing up is just so easy. It, it, It really is. And he screwed up. And we're going to see if he shows up next week at the mandatory uh, mini camp. Who knows? I would assume he does, but I, I wouldn't bet on it. I, I won't be shocked if he doesn't show up. But at the end of the day, Odell Beckham and, and Le'Veon Bell, like they've kind of showed their true colors. It's really kind of about more them than it is the team, and that ultimately is kind of their downfall. Like I, I got to tip my hat to him. Antonio Brown, he missed one day last week, but that's the only day that he's missed of this entire off season. And to me, the three biggest divas in the league: Odell, Le'Veon, and Antonio Brown. One guy's been at the camp working, and Antonio's just been killing it, according to my, uh, my my sources in the building. For those of you who don't know, that Raiders president, Mark Bedane, despises me. He banned me from the facility, so I'm not allowed to go to practice. So it's like, okay, I'll just go to all nine of practice. You don't want free publicity? It's, it's on you. But, you know, I, I still know some people that know some people that are in the loop, and uh, I, he's been crushing it. And you can see on social media, but... From my, my buddies on the staff and the scouting staff, he's he's a stud. And so's Odell and so's Le'Veon. But just go to practice. It really is pretty easy. It's basically what these voluntary for a couple mini camps or OTAs or whatever the hell they're called are anniversary dinners. Sometimes, you know, if it's been a long day at work, do you really want to go? Would you rather just go home? Yeah. But it's just one of those things that you should probably do. Good teammates, good players do it. And don't give me that Tom Brady's missed all of OTAs. He's Tom freaking Brady's won six championships. And he's still bringing Nikhil Harry over to his house. I, I think it's been a, an absolute embarrassment. More for Le'Veon Bell because of the money they paid him. But a bad look for Odell. 
and I appreciate Freddie Kitchens. Like, I'm not just going to tow the company line on this. I think it's a joke. Like, how this guy is not here. We're about to pay him $20 million a year. He's a special talent. He hasn't produced at that level. He's actually, and again, I'm an Odell Beckham guy. But his talent right now far exceeds his production. It ain't even close. I'll say one thing about Antonio Brown. His production probably exceeds his talent. Now, he's really talented, but his production is unprecedented. And that's why he's, but they're, they're paid the same amount of money. Pull up the NFL.com pages. One of them looks a lot better than the other. That's Antonio Brown. He produces. So if I'm going to deal with a diva, I was, te- I was talking with a buddy yesterday in the NFL. Say what you want about Antonio Brown. Maybe he's like a little like T.O., but T.O. in his peak kicked ass and took names. Like Odell's a little more fluff right now. And again, I was one of the biggest proponents of the 49ers trading for Odell. But if the 49ers would have pulled off the trade and he wouldn't have been at minicamp, I would be eviscerating him. And if I was a Browns fan, I'd be pretty pissed. Here's the other thing on Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield's a stud. I think he's going to be the modern day, I mean, I guess Drew Brees, the modern day Drew Brees, but this generation's version of Drew Brees with probably a little bit better of an arm. He has a better arm than Drew Brees. I think he's going to be a flat-out stud in this league. He's an. I think he's going to be a stud. I think he already is pretty damn good. But there's this tear going around right now on social media, and I would imagine many of you have seen it. You know, you basically, it's like really good players, Solid players, average players, uh, and it kind of ranks them. And you can rank them on Twitter, and a lot of people have been doing it. And I've seen a lot of people that I know and respect, like in the media, that have Baker Mayfield in the tier with like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees and Patrick Mahomes. Let's not get it twisted. Baker Mayfield has started 13 games in the NFL. He threw 27 touchdowns and 14 picks. So let's just pump the brakes a little bit. I am a Baker Mayfield guy. I think he's going to be a really good player. But in some big games against good teams, he did not play that well. At Houston, this is like late in the year. One touchdown, three picks. He had a game at Baltimore, three picks. At Pittsburgh, two touchdowns, one pick, but he threw for 180 yards. Again, against Kansas City, who didn't have a very good defense. Now they lost. I mean, obviously the Chiefs are better. Two touchdowns. At Cincinnati, he played pretty well through four touchdowns. Carolina, one touchdown. Again, I, I'm, not, I'm not even going to go through the box score. That's irrelevant. We all, we all have, you don't need to be Bill Walsh to, to tell this guy's a really good player. But to put him right now, and a lot of people in the media are just assuming he's Phillip Rivers and Russell Wilson and Andrew Luck's equal, that's just not the case. To me, we have less information on him than like, to me, like Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen. I would put all those guys on the same tier. It's just, I don't know. Now, I'm betting more on Baker Mayfield than the other two guys, but I'm not putting Baker Mayfield, like right now, right next to Patrick Mahomes, who just won the MVP and has played in... Baker Mayfield has yet to play in a big game. Has yet to play in a game that matters. That's not an opinion, that's a fact. Like, when you start playing in games that matter and there's legitimate pressure on you, then I can better judge you. It's why I struggle with young players that are playing in meaningless games. Now, again, I'm not trying to be anti-Baker Mayfield. And someone's like, someone tweeted at me, you're just doing this because your boss hates him. I know, I don't care what Colin thinks. It's like Colin doesn't care what I think. I mean, we have our own opinions on the guy. I, I, his, I don't think he's as immature as Colin does. Like, that doesn't bother me as much. I also think you got to be careful... Younger people just deal with social media differently than older. It's just, I, it does, that doesn't bother me. I'm strictly talking about in a vacuum as a player. 
I, I think we need to settle down the expectations on this guy because I think there's a decent chance they just don't make the playoffs this year. That doesn't mean Baker Mayfield's a failure. Like, if he's not a pro bowler this year, okay, it's okay. Let's, let's just walk before we run. And again, he's played one season, basically 80% of the season, and didn't play in any meaningful games, like any games that had playoff implications. Because by the time that he took over, the team was already screwed. And it wasn't totally his fault. Hugh Jackson, one of the worst coaches. I think the worst coach statistically wins-loss-wise in modern-day history. So I'm not putting it on Baker. And his receiver stunk. I think Baker, right now, if I was betting on one, I'd take over Darnold and Allen. But we see it all the time with young players. You're, you, in the NFL, every building has this, law, has this sign somewhere in it. You're either getting better or getting worse. No one stays the same. Guys take huge strides. Now, Baker, and I think one of the reasons Freddie Kitchen says, what does Odell Beckham miss? The offense. Like, him and Baker. There's a big difference between working on your timing in the backyard at UCLA or USC in the offseason than doing it at practice. Like, and actually building the timing within the offense, with the coaches around, coaching them up with the film, going back to the practice field, going back to the walkthrough. So we'll see. I mean, it might be more of a work in progress than you think with with Odell Beckham. Maybe it's not. Maybe they just hit the ground running and they're like Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison or Tyree Kill and Mahomes. I, I don't know. But even Tyree Kill and Mahomes got to work together before. I, I just think we need to be a little bit careful about anointing this guy as a Hall of Famer. And I, I'm saying this in like trying to get in his back because I think it's almost unfair. And we do this all the time with quarterbacks. And then they don't, because most Andrew Lux don't live up to the hype, right? Most guys come back to earth. Something happens. Like, hell, Jimmy Garoppolo gets a huge deal. He gets hurt. Derek Carr, who almost won the MVP, has never been the same in the last couple of years. And then we just destroy him. Let's just let these guys play it out. Let's give these guys next year. I don't know. They're going into their second year. Baker, this is his second year in the league. And just see if he can get it done. Like, even Patrick Mahomes. Can't, let's not put him in the Hall of Fame yet. He's played one season. Now, granted, that was one season was incredible. He won the Hall of Fame. But any coach will tell you that being a really good player in the NFL is about sustaining it. Now, I think all these guys have the work ethic, the desire, the drive, the physical attributes. You still got to do it. That's why playing in the NFL is so difficult. Like, anyone can have a great NBA season. Try to be Steph Curry, though, and just maintain the greatness and kicking the crap out of everyone for years. Like, it's not easy. I mean, look at LeBron. Even eventually, he like ran out of steam. Went ten straight years of kicking the shit out of everyone. Boom, gets injured. It's over. You know. So I, I just think let's just see if Baker Mayfield before we put him with Russell Wilson, with Philip Rivers, and Andrew Luck, if he can make the playoffs. You know, if he can have a good season, if he can play in games when he's favored to win and actually win. Because what's weird is it almost feels like. How are the Browns already the hunted? That's what it kind of feels like, the way everyone says, oh, they're just going to win the division. They're going to win the division? Are we sure? They're just already the hunted. A team that, in my lifetime, I'm 34 years old, I don't ever remember them being good. I vividly don't ever remember them being good. When I think the Browns, I think laughingstock. And so if he is going to overcome it, and I can use this example because they're right down the street from me, it's been hard for Derek Carr and it was hard for Cleo Mack to overcome shitty organizations. It is really hard to overcome that. Like even the highest character, highest worker, high level guys, it beats you down. So can Baker overcome the Browns? That would be an incredible accomplishment. Uh, I'm fascinated to see, but in fairness and 
to do this, to just to give this guy a fighting chance, can, can we just pump the brakes a little bit on the Baker Mayfield hype? At the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move I can make that'll take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team, faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals which make it the best place to hire. I know I'm on it all the time, looking for people, checking out what everyone's doing. Hiring should be easy, and that is where LinkedIn comes in. So the fact that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours, LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on-and-off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay, let's get into the Middlecoff mailbag. We'll do that right now because I my my mailbag is just stupid overloaded right now with so many people firing in there. I'm going to start. We're going to do, I think, what's FIFO first in, first out is the accounting purposes. So I'm just going to start at the top. 
It could be a homer bias, but it seems Trubisky gets much more scrutiny than all the other young quarterbacks in the league. Have you noticed this at all? Or is it just Chicago fans crying wolf? Do you think he could develop into a true franchise quarterback? His floor, ceiling. Thank you, huge fan. Appreciate that. Uh, you know, I think it's semi-fair. There, there's no arguing that he plays on a phenomenal roster. I mean, the Bears top to bottom have a top five roster in the league. They have a big-time young offensive coach. I, I think Mitch just at too many times last year, I, I think why he catches a lot of heat, he misses layup throws. He misses easy ones. And he can make some spectacular throws. He's a fantastic athlete. But I think he just consistently misses easy throws. Now, I was driving down to 49er practice yesterday, and I listened to Nagy uh, talking to the media on Periscope as I was driving. I kept my eyes on the road. And one thing he said is he just thinks that he's coming into his own in this offense. Last year he learned the offense. This year he masters the offense. So there's not really many excuses. Uh, I know a bunch of people on their staff. They, they're very confident their running back group is going to be really good. The kid they drafted is a stud to go along with Tyreek or Tariq. And Mike Davis is a good player. Trey Burton just had hernia surgery, but their receivers are good. I know Miller's not practicing this, uh, I guess, offseason, but he'll be back for training camps. So their team's just going to be good. So no excuses. I, I think next year, or the, you know, in three months when the season starts, is a big year for Trubisky to prove like he's a dude. Now, he can still get by on athleticism, and you can always resort to that when the arm's not working. Now, his arm works like he has a good arm. He's just got to become more accurate. And he's got to become more consistent with just basic throws. You know, on like a, when you got to hit third and seven, a slant route, you can't miss the guy by 10 yards. You know, his some of those red zone passes, his touch in the red zone is just terrible. You know, it's just not very good. So, you know, it's a bit, but he's young and he doesn't have much experience. What, last year was his first year starting under the new coach. He'd only started half the year as a rookie and he'd only been a one-year starter in college. So I'm I'm not writing the kid off by any means, but I, I think so far the criticism or apprehension, apprehension to kind of put him in the tier with some of these other young players is fair. Why can't the Pac-12 seem to get traction lately? I would think these teams would have an advantage in recruiting with some of the more desirable school locations, Cali, Arizona, Seattle. What's wrong with the Pac-12 these days? That's a great question. I think on its most basic level in 2019, the SEC's, uh, I guess, motto or their mission statement, like the main statement when you see the SEC, its statement is, it just means more. And that's true. Football just means more in the South. It obviously means more in the Big Ten, and it means more in the Big 12, and the Clemson, it means more. So right now, it just means more. One, I think that's a big, it's just on a most basic level, it just means more in other parts of the country. Two, uh, they're not doing a good enough job of developing the talent that they are getting. And some of these teams, USC's got good players for years. They have not developed them. Oregon hasn't been well coached the last several years. You could argue Washington somewhat overachieved and just properly achieved. They've been a perfect balance of well coached, bunch of NFL players, sending them in the league and kicking ass and winning games. Mike Leach has done a good job too. But I think one big issue for the Pac-12, when your flagship program erodes, sucks, it screws your whole conference. And SC sucking... And I mean, not just sucking, but just being irrelevant has killed the has killed the conference. It, it really has. They need USC to be good. Like Utah's been really good. Washington's kicked ass. Stanford's been solid, but they need USC to be a factor. And, and right now, they're not a factor. They still got good coaches. Peterson, big time coach. Leach, big time coach. David Shaw, big time coach. 
But SC's got Clay Helton. I'm sorry, he's not a USC-level coach. It's just that simple. And I think Chip Kelly has lost his fastball and isn't very good anymore. So, you know, I was talking, I was DMing the other day with Bruce Feldman. I listened to him on Ryan Rosillo's podcast. And he thinks Chip Kelly is a top 15 coach. I just, I, I can't agree with that. There's no question about it, you know, eight, seven, seven, eight years ago, whenever he was at Oregon, he was a top three or four coach in the country. I, I, I can't even put him in the top 20 right now. No, no, no chance. Not, not, not right now. Not until he proves that he's got another pitch. He's throwing one pitch. The, the, everyone's figured it out. Like, can you do something different? And he doesn't like recruiting. I, I don't know. I, I think Herm Edwards is going to do a better job at Arizona State. I think Kevin Sumlin at this point in time is going to give him trouble. Now, SC stinks. Obviously, Kyle Whittingham's a big-time coach. I mean, you could argue Kyle Whittingham, David Shaw, Chris Peterson, and Mike Leach. I mean, that's the cream of the crop. I, I, I don't put Chip Kelly on that level right now. Listen to your pod yesterday, and you said the Ravens move off Flacco because he was no longer a max guy. Fair to say that New York Giants have held on to Eli far too long. I'd like to think there are other issues, mostly roster depth, are the reason the Giants have been bad, not Eli's. What's your take? When I talk to friends in the league that want, I mean, are pro scouts, they actually will defend Eli somewhat and just be like, he's not as bad as everyone makes him out to be. His main problem is he is probably the worst athlete currently as an NFL starting quarterback, and his offensive line has been terrible. So when shit hits the fan, he can't move. He's a statue. And, you know, he's so hit or miss accurately, accuracy-wise, he can have those games where it's just like, I don't even think Eli knows where it's going, and then he can't move. He's always under pressure. You know, I just think it's just these old... It's just a perfect combination, like it's time. But they've held on, and they felt so loyal because of the two championships. And I, I understand that, because those two championships, they didn't just come as the favorite, right? They were underdogs both times, wild card both times. I mean, that game, it's kind of crazy. I was listening to the Belichick audiobook, and the 07 game, that upset, I think they were 9-7 and seven when they beat him. And then the second time they beat him, it is so remarkable that they went into San Francisco and beat that Jim Harbaugh, Alex Smith team. This defense was so unreal in the rain. Now, I know they got help from Kyle Williams, but that was an incredible win. I mean, they had just some absolute Green Bay, just some incredible wins on those two Super Bowl runs. But I, I think Eli is just, I don't still think he's very good. Never miss a show. Here's some potential Middlecoff mailbag questions. P.S. Make more Middlecoff podcasts. They're coming. Top five most talented players regardless of position. God-given ability. Well, I think if you just take the quarterbacks out, you'd go Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald, Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham. He's, you know, he's battled some injuries, but I think Luke Keekley's pretty special. Uh, I'd throw Zeke and Todd Gurley right up there. So I, I think there's a group. Top three most well-rounded NFL teams. I think the Eagles, Cowboys... And, you know, I, this team top to bottom is pretty damn good. The Chargers. Which player on the Dallas Cowboys is the odd man out? I, you know, I, are they really going to pay Zeke a running back? That'd probably be it. That's what, you gave me a lot of questions. Appreciate that. I'll say this. You guys came in swinging when I needed some questions. Keep them coming. Hey, John, I know you're not a big ACC guy, but I'm sure you're aware of Brocko Mendenhall, former head coach of BYU. Yep, met him a couple times when I was scouting the West Coast. Great guy. He seems to have the team on the brink of a top 25 finish, 
Solid year last year. Smacked an SEC school in their bowl game. And we have a new AD behind him with new funds. What are your thoughts? UVA finishes top 25, possibly competes for the ACC championship. Was it today or yesterday I saw on Twitter that they gave him an extension? Uh, When you look at the ACC, you go, Miami's in constant turnover. It feels like they have a new coach every three or four years. Obviously, Mark Rick retires and abruptly, and Manny Diaz takes over. So they're not really a factor. I I think Willie Taggart's one of the most overrated coaches in the country. Clemson is the cream of the crop. But who else are you dealing with? I mean, why couldn't UVA be second in the conference next year? Beat Miami, beat Florida State. I'm not saying they will beat them. I'm just saying be better than them when all the dust settles. Duke just lost their starting quarterback. Boston College, meh. I think it's a very, very winnable division for second place. Obviously, Clemson is like the Alabama of the ACC, and they've earned it. They're the they're the cream of the crop. They're they're the shit right now. But yeah, I, I don't I don't pretend to know much about UVA's roster, but I know this: Bronco Mendenhall's teams are tough. He recruits NFL guys. He might not recruit NFL guys because he's not getting five star guys, but he develops NFL players. And you could argue that's more important. David Shaw's been doing it forever. Dave Shaw's, Dave Shaw's not getting five-star recruits and a bunch of four-stars. He's developing players into NFL people. And that's what Bronco's doing. There's a toughness to his program. I'm a believer in Bronco Mendenhall. That, that was a good hire. A little off the beaten path, but I, I think it's going to work out long-term. What would you put on the over-under on yards and touchdowns for Russell Wilson this upcoming season? You know, yards is just... What are yards anymore? I mean, honestly, like 5,000 yards. I mean, how many like bubble screens and stuff? I, I don't know if yards matter as much. To me, it's more the touchdown-to-interception ratio. They added, you know, the kid from Ole Miss. can't even think. I wanted to say A.J. Brown, but it's DK. they added D.K. Metcalf. Tyler Lockett's back. What's his name? Had to retire. One of my favorite players in the league. Bald, Doug Baldwin, which kind of sucks, but he didn't play... You know, he's been, I wouldn't say a shell of himself, but he's been injured the last couple years. I'd say 34 touchdowns, 10 picks. 36 touchdowns, somewhere in there. 34 to 36 touchdowns, right right in that level. Because they want to run the ball. They draft Rashad Penny, still got Carson. They're a physical run team. They play with defense and just let Russell make some plays. So I'd say, let's just meet in the middle, 35 touchdowns. If you were the Browns GM, what position would you solidify to improve the team to make them a true contender. Well, their offensive line solid. They obviously have a franchise quarterback. Their receivers are now good. They have a good tight end. They have, you know, star young running back in Chubb. Defensively, they got a bunch of defensive linemen. Uh, Kirksey's a good player at linebacker. You could probably use another linebacker. Uh, corner, I mean, they drafted Denzel Ward really high last year. Could always use another safety. I, I, I mean, I think it's safe to say they, I mean, they top to bottom, they got a playoff roster. Time to, time to get the job done, Freddie Kitchens. That's why I think Freddie Kitchens is pissed off Odell Beckham's not there. It's like, bro, we have, in the NFL, But unless you're the Patriots, windows close so fast. I'll never forget watching the San Francisco 49ers with Jim Harbaugh. I'm like, this team's going to win Super Bowls or compete for Super Bowls for 10 years. It was over in like three years. I mean, they made the playoffs three straight years, haven't sniffed going back since. You feel the Bears could make a deep playoff run this season? I, I Honestly, people are going to sound... Say I'm a little crazy. I, I I would say they're the favorites right now to win the NFC. I think their defense is just elite. I mean, I think they have the best defense top to bottom in the NFL. Khalil Mack, Hicks, Roquan, Eddie Jackson, Fuller, Trevathan, 
Floyd, Eddie. I mean, they got dudes everywhere. I, I love everything their defense stands for. Talking to a buddy on the staff the other day, I mean, Pagano's as good as you're going to get with Fangio leaving. Like I said, Nagy taking Trubisky to that next level. They add another running back to go with Cohn. You know, the receivers are much better than they have been the last couple years. I'd I, I pick the Bears. I picked the Bears to win that division, and I mean, I'm a little biased here. I'm rooting for them to win the win the NFC. No, actually, I mean, in a perfect world for my business, I wouldn't mind the Niners. I wouldn't mind Niners Bears NFC Championship game. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go places you put it off long enough it's time to replace your tires tire rack has tires that will elevate your drive touring tires for commuter comfort performance tires for sporty handling all-terrain tires for on and off road adventure go to tirerack.com to get started not sure where to begin use the tire decision guide to get a personalized tire recommendation the right tires for how what and where you drive choose from the full line of bridgestone tires Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are, or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. John, big fan, big Rams fan from Manchester, England. What's up? 
Every year we get four NFL games in the UK. When do you think we will get a UK franchise? Will it work? The one reason I always thought it would be difficult is just the travel purposes. Because even if you're in... Like, you need to bring in players constantly. When guys get hurt, for practice squad guys, you're constantly cutting and bringing in players. Well, isn't the UK like five hours away from the East Coast? Well, what if you need to sign a guy from California that's a 10-hour trip? I just think logistically it could be a little difficult. Uh, I'd be a little surprised. Maybe I'm naive. I don't pretend to know that much about this subject. Like, I, I don't know people in the league office from the business standpoint. I mean, I, I know presidents of teams, but I don't ever ask them about this type of stuff because I'll be honest, I don't really care. Just I've also, I've never thought it was that realistic. Again, I might be naive. I'd be a little shocked if it happens. I just think logistically it'd be a little difficult. Now, again, maybe, maybe I have, I haven't been to Europe in so long. So maybe my timeline's a little off. Maybe it's not even five hours, but I thought it was five hours, New York to like the UK. So that would mean what's California, the UK, 10, 12 hours. Uh, I'm just wondering what you think about the impact Antonio Brown realistically going to have on the Raiders success, success this year. In my opinion, wide receivers can't come in and change the dynamic of a team like a top tier quarterback or a running back can. It just seems like Gruden signed a big name and I don't have them winning five or six games this year. And I think AB will bring a little change to the table. Uh, well, I think he's immediately the best player on the team by a mile. So anytime you add an elite talent, that's a positive. But the one thing with wide receivers, like if Derek's not playing well, you have to get him the football. Now, if Derek's playing really well, like if Derek has an MVP season, you could convince me the Raiders win seven, eight, nine games. But if Derek has plays like he has the last couple years, yeah, they're going to win four or five, especially with that schedule. Now, check out Antonio's NFL.com page. I mean, he's been rattling off. I think he's averaged. I did the math months ago. The last six years, like 111 catches, 1,400 yards, and 10 touchdowns. So is Antonio Brown going to maintain those averages? Like, do we assume that Antonio Brown in 2019 for the Oakland Raiders is going to have 111 catches, 1,300 yards, and nine touchdowns, let's say? I would probably take the under. And I, I know this. When Antonio Brown doesn't get the pill, he complains. But here's what we do know. He got the pill like every play in Pittsburgh, and he still complained. Like they forced, they built the offense around him. Now, obviously, I think Gruden's going to build the offense around him here too. But Derek's just much more of an inconsistent player than Big Ben. It's just that's not an opinion; that's a fact. And I've known Derek since high school. I'm rooting for Derek, but he's got he's got to play better. How do you think the Pats will utilize their new receivers like Demarius Thomas and Nikhil Harriet uh, after having a five receiver lineup last year? Well, they've never really had a guy like Nikhil Harry. I mean, I think best case, Nikhil Harry becomes like a better version of Anquan Bolden, like that physical type receiver, back shoulder catches. I mean, they've basically just dealt with a bunch of little white guys that look like me in Edelman, Welker, who I actually saw Welker yesterday at 49er practice. I had to do a double take. I'm like, Welker's a coach. I forget. He's the wide receiver coach for the 49ers. And I mean, he's, I'm, I'm taller than him and I'm not that tall. So I... I you know, I think they're going to have to get on the same page. I think Nikhil Harry's a stud. Anyone that's listening to the show knows that I thought he was my favorite wide receiver in the draft. But he's going to have to play the receiver role of Gronk. You know, work the middle of the field, a red zone target. Uh, and I think they'll just, the Patriots are as good as anyone of finding what a guy does well and then building packages around that. So I would imagine that, you know, Nikhil Harry will have a role for him. 
Do you think the rookie standout from last year, Chris Warren, gets number two work behind Jacobs? This is a Raider question. I don't know if he was a rookie standout because he didn't play at all. No, so I'd say no. I would say that Jalen Richard and Josh Jacobs are the two running backs, and then they, whether it's Doug Martin or they claim a guy. If the Browns add Gerald McCoy, does that make them the best team in the NFL? Possibly an all-time great unit. I wouldn't go all-time great unit yet, but yeah, they added Gerald McCoy. You got Gerald McCoy, Vernon, Miles Garrett, Baker. We, I mean, we've talked about this team so much. They would immediately be one of the best teams in the NFL. I mean, on paper, you could argue they already are, for sure. That's why the pressure on Freddie Kitchens is immense. Hey, John, avid listener. We need to become a full-time listener. How difficult is it for an owner to be bought out? Been a Jets fan my whole life, 27, so the dysfunction isn't anything new. But at some point, it doesn't seem fair that the fans are at the mercy of these owners and their constant lack of detail. Basically, how does one hope for better days? Well, I don't think you can be forced out unless something happens, like Donald Sterling said a racist remark. I mean, if an owner doesn't break any laws, I, I don't think there's anything you can do. I mean, it sucks. It's part of it's the shittiest part about being a fan. Uh, is you're just at the ownership's control, and when the owners are as nutty as the Johnsons, you're just kind of along for the ride. I mean, it stinks, but yeah, nothing you can do. So just keep your fingers crossed that Sam Darnold is a stud. If Sam Darnold becomes a stud, he can over be, overcome a nut job. Look, look at Jim Irsay. I mean, Jim Irsay has been caught with drugs, cash, always looks like he's just lit on something, and they've had Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, and they've overcome. So if Sam Darnold can overcome Jim Irsay, or excuse me, if those guys can overcome Jim Irsay, Sam Darnold has got to be that great he can overcome the Johnsons. If you could pick any three past or present NFL head coaches to fill out your own foursome golfing, who would they be? Probably need a combo of talent, great stories, and and cashing beers. That's a great question. Well, you need just a big, big personality. So you take Parcells. Uh, I think if you got him drinking, I think Belichick would be pretty good. And Belichick and Parcells telling stories, that'd be pretty sweet. You know, Ditka be in the running. I think Ditka, a little younger, would be pretty damn fun. Uh, Walsh would be right up there. I mean, it'd probably be Walsh. I'd go Fifesome. I'd go Lombardi, Walsh, Parcells, The Hoodie. That that would be my group. Because I think Walsh, anyone that knew Walsh was like, he was sneaky a little more fun than he got credit for. I, I know... He used to run around, I mean, maybe he was divorced, but he had like a Playboy ex-playmate that was like working in TV up in the Bay. It was his girlfriend. So I, I think Walsh. I mean, if I just had to do a twosome, it'd probably be Bill Walsh. I don't think Parcells plays, but Parcells would just be a fun personality to have around. And Ditka. I mean, if you're drinking beers, I'd want Ditka to be there. Buddy Ryan. The Ryans would be a sleeper. Like, if I couldn't get any of those guys, if you told me I'd get a younger buddy, obviously R.I.P., and just the Ryan brothers, <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to that. Wanted to know what you think of the Panthers' chances this year if Cam Newton could win a Panthers a Super Bowl in the near future. No and no. I, I think the Panthers are going to struggle this year. Uh, I, I'm out on Cam Newton. Uh, I'm just I'm shorting that stock. I like Ron Rivera a lot. Northern California guy. I think he actually from down the street from where I live right now. Super. I met him twice. Been as cool as possible. So I'm a fan of Ron Rivera. I just I don't like Cam Newton. I don't really like their roster. Uh, I think they're going to suck. 
Crazy question, but it has been bothering me for a while. Do you think we will ever find out why Belichick benched Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl two years ago? Could it really have been that he was just bad playing and him being sick? Thought it was weird the teammates, especially Brady, said they didn't even know till the game. Someone asked me the other day, I think on Twitter, they said, in your lifetime, what's the craziest NFL moment? And the more I thought about it, I, I think the defining moment of my lifetime in football, if I just had to pick one moment, it would be the Malcolm Butler Seattle INT. I, I think that would be the moment. Now, this isn't as crazy, but him getting benched in the game. Now, again, he hadn't played as well, but it's still pretty nuts when you think about it. This dude had just won the Super Bowl, what was it, two years ago, and he got benched, and he's a free agent. I don't know. It, it just, it's a blemish. Now, Belichick's resume is pretty unreal, but it can't be disputed that it's a little bit of a blemish on the resume. Just finished up your Memorial Day pod, mentioned needed some questions. Where would you rank Andrew Luck among NFL quarterbacks? Well, I think Brady right now is grandfathered into one. Rodgers, Breeze, and then Luck. And then probably Russell Wilson. You know, I know Mahomes had a year, but let's see Mahomes do it a couple years. I think Mahomes will be right up there when it's all said and done. But I'd go Brady. I'd go Breeze Rodgers in some order. I know Breeze struggled a little bit down the stretch, but he's earned it too. Uh, and then I'd go Luck Wilson because I would take Luck over Russ. Do you reckon Notre Dame will return to the playoffs this season? Well, I'm trying to think. How many? Off the top of my head, I don't think they had too many guys drafted off that team, so they had a pretty young squad, and they did make the playoffs right after losing McGlinchey and Quentin Nelson. You know, two top ten picks at offensive line. I. The one problem for Notre Dame is they got to run the table. They have no margin for error. I think your locks right now, if I'm sitting here, I go Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, I'd be hard-pressed to keep out too. So you, you got one spot for basically Notre Dame, Oklahoma. Is there a team out west? That, I mean, Oregon's team's on paper is pretty good. I don't know if they, their coach is good enough. Yeah, I'd say Notre Dame has a legitimate shot to make the playoffs again. They make the playoffs last year or was it two years ago? Can't even remember now. What was our first round? Oklahoma. Yeah, because, oh yeah, Notre Dame played Clemson and got their ass kicked. Hey, John, love the pod. I was just wondering what players, teams you are most excited to watch this season. Well, one would be Mahomes. I just think he's he's Steph Curry of football right now. He's box office. I always love watching the Patriots. Uh, I mean, the Browns are an incredible story. I'm a little biased because they're in my backyard, but... I want to watch Jimmy come back. I want to watch Antonio Brown with Derek. Uh, I think the NFL is loaded with teams. The Eagles, the Cowboys, the Saints. I'm interested to watch the Falcons this year. I, I like watching Seattle, the Rams. I mean, Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. I, Minnesota, there's no way they're going to, you know, are they going to suck two years in a row? What's Aaron Rodgers going to look like in his prime? I, I think the NFL right now is absolutely loaded with good storylines. I mean, the only teams like Middlecoff, who do you not want to watch? The Redskins, the Bengals, Tampa kind of. I mean, there's only like, the Giants. There's really only like four or five teams that just I like, go, meh. I really like Dwayne Haskins, but I feel like the Skins will not sit him long with Jay being on the hot seat. Seems like if scouts thought Haskins needed a year to sit, I honestly hope they let Gruden go after this season. Do you think he makes it past 2019? And if not, who would the Redskins target? Well, I actually have a great little soundbite here from my main man, Jay, 
talking about uh, Hard Knocks. It's just so good. I mean, let me, let me get it. Let me bring it up here. You guys got to be crazy not to go to Oakland. I mean, what are you going to do us next year, maybe? Not if you make the playoffs. Yeah, if we don't make the playoffs, I probably won't be here anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> they can come here and do it all they want. So Jay, Jay's, I mean, just admitted. I mean, it's it's playoffs or bust, and I got, I like Jay Gruden, but they're they're not making the playoffs. Zero chance. I mean, not a snowball's chance in hell they're making the playoffs. So I would say that yeah, Gruden will more than likely be fired because I would imagine the Redskins, if I had to guess right now, uh, I'd go six wins. You kind of touched on it in the podcast, but wanted to know your thoughts on this debate. Someone sent me a YouTube. I can't click it, so I'll have to answer that guy back personally. I have a couple questions for you since you're pretty close to the Chiefs organization. How do you think the defense looks this upcoming year? They pretty much overhauled their scheme and replaced so many legacy players. Yeah, I mean, Eric, getting rid of Eric Berry, Justin Houston, Tom Bali, Derek Johnson, I mean, in the last 18 months was the right move. I think that adding Frank Clark is a big upgrade over D Ford, adding... The Honey Badger is just a huge upgrade over them, just because Eric Berry didn't even play last year. With Tyreek Hill's role still up in the air, how do you think that affects Mahomes' development? Am I crazy to think that it could help his development since he'll be forced to take more what the defense gives him than have him methodically move the team up and down the field rather than just go for the home run play? I haven't thought about it like that, but that's not a bad idea. I know this. The Chiefs... Chiefs believe Tyreek Hill and his lawyers, what they leaked out, or didn't leak out, I mean, they just handed out to the ESPN, that they think she's making it up, uh, clearly. And I think the league, and, and I, I'm a big believer in this. People are like, he should go to jail. And the media loves saying this. They did it with Reuben Foster. I, I'm never, I never say that. Don't, doesn't the progressive media say that they don't like mass incarceration? Then they immediately want to throw these minority young kids in jail? I just, I say it all the time. If he did it, he should be in jail. If he didn't, she should be in jail if she's making it up. And right now, I, I think that becomes a very difficult decision for the league. Like it's hard to know what to do. It's not really black and white. So in terms of what happened, I, I really have no clue what's going to happen with him. But if he's not there, it has a huge impact on Mahomes because you could argue that Tyree Kill is one of the best. I, I forgot to have him on the list earlier of best non-quarterbacks. Of Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald, Antonio Brown, Odo Beckham, Tyreek. Tyreek's better than Odo Beckham right now. That's that's a fact. So yeah, I mean, it's, that'd be a big loss. I'm a Niners fan originally from Sunnyvale, California. I see you. I love to hear your take on all things NFC West. However, my question is about the NFC South. Do you see the Saints dominating division again, or do you think the resurgence of the Falcons, Panthers, or Bucks with Arians? Well, I think the Bucks should just be better because BA is a great coach. I'm not a big Panthers guy, but I do think the Falcons are going to come back this year swinging. They have a ton of guys coming back from injuries. Their offense was good last year, just personnel-wise. You got Ridley, you got Julio, you got Devontae, you got Matty Ice coming back. I, I think that the NFC South is a pretty interesting division with uh, between the Saints and the Falcons, which is kind of the rivalry, right? I had a question concerning the Minnesota Vikings and their tight end situation. How do you think they should handle Kyle Rudolph and Irv Smith Jr.? Well, I, I would guess that Kyle Rudolph's traded by the beginning of the season and that Irv Smith just is their starting quarter or starting tight end. Uh, now, Kyle Rudolph's been a big team leader, a big part of their franchise, but that sure feels like where it's headed. Um, I, you know, I don't know enough about it. Obviously, financial implications are involved, 
but I I would be a, I wouldn't say stunned, but I would not expect uh, Kyle Rudolph to be on the team. Long-suffering Bills fan here. What are your thoughts on the crowded backfield? Should they cut Shady McCoy to save cat space and give more carries to Singletary? Also, can Frank Gore possibly have anything left in the tank? I would never count out Frank Gore until he just can't walk anymore. Uh, I, I would also be a little surprised if Shady McCoy is on the team this fall. Uh, whether it's a cut, whether it's a cap casualty, whether it's a trade, I would just expect him to be gone. But they, they're going to need production out of the backfield because their quarterback is not that accurate. And the best way to handle a young, inaccurate quarterback is to have a guy to hand off to. So they need to figure out their running back situation. Okay, I'll, I'll get to some of your more questions, just interact with you guys directly. But I appreciate everyone filling up my mailbox. You can do it again, at John Middlecoff, Instagram, DMs wide open, holler at me, enjoy the weekend, Godspeed, may the peace be with you, and you know, don't get too wasted this weekend. See ya. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, You'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralask brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralast pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. Get in zone, 